the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Ah, what are we going to talk about today? The Super Bowl? Gronkowski? No. We can talk about the stock market probably is my guess, right? Slow start. Slow start to the markets. Um, there's a thing about having the Super Bowl hangover. A lot of people don't go to work the next day. A lot of people want us to have uh, a national holiday tied towards the Super Bowl. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, just my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's a pretty slow-going morning as far as news goes. And a uh, big storm in the Pacific, Northwest Pacific. Uh, the whole state of California essentially socked in, whether it be with rain and or snow. It's a pretty big storm. So it's real slow-going today. Now, you shouldn't make too much of it. Just natural thing that one should expect after witnessing S and P five hundred up fifteen percent in six weeks. Netflix is up over twenty percent this year. Yeah, right. Apple's up seven percent this year. And well, now again, a lot of that is because they had such weak endings to two thousand eighteen. But the overall market's up fifteen percent. In six weeks. That's that's impressive. So there's optimism that the job market is still cranking out the jobs in the U.S. despite slowdown concerns. There's hope that the U.S. China will reach some kind of trade deal that prevents a hike in the tariff rate for the Chinese imports to 25% come March 2. There's relief the fourth quarter earnings reporting period is turning out better than expected. There's an ongoing jubilation right now that you know the Federal Reserve is is content to sit on the sidelines for the time being. You don't need to use the word jubilee a lot in sentences, do you? I don't. So, um, Clorox beat earnings expectations. That's, yeah. Private equity firm considering to acquire Ultimate Software. That's a little bit of Merger Monday kind of activity. Expedia Group made a proposal to acquire the outstanding shares of Liberty Expedia Holdings. Very, very quiet, like I said. A lot of cheering, a lot of cursing at the Super Bowl yesterday. You probably talked to your TV a little bit. I, myself, was bored. But at least you got to be with friends and family, right? Google's earnings reports today after the close. That's something that... I will look forward to seeing. I own some shares of Google. Great Google the Moogluta, right? 
So when I was watching the game yesterday, the NFL on the Super Bowl, or whatever you want to say about that, I started thinking about average salaries that people make. The NFL's highest paid players, Brady's average salary is $15 million. A guy named Aaron Donald, $22 million. You factor in all the bonuses, and uh, you're talking millions and millions and millions on top of that. The minimum annual salary, if you would play for free, if you would put your head inside a helmet and get it knocked around, you would make $480,000 a year. That's the minimum. The minimum increases each year that a player spends in the NFL. So a player with three years experience would command a salary equal to at least $705,000 from $480,000. If you've been in the league seven to nine years, you get at least $915,000. The average NFL salary is about $2.7 million. Would you play the game for $2.7 million? I don't think I could, first and foremost, right? I don't think I could take a hit. I'd take one hit, and I'd be like, oh, I'm done. I'm never getting back up. I'm, not, I'm dying, right? But that's how much they make. It's not very long when the average career is only three years. But we kind of all focus in on the big names, right? Rumors out there that Apple should buy Netflix. That would be a big, 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 big acquisition. They have the cash. They could certainly get the financing put together, right? So JP Morgan's got an analyst who follows Apple, and he thinks Netflix, Sonos, or Activision Blizzard should all be acquired by Apple. Okay. Now, that's kind of speculation, right? Interesting about Activision Blizzard, because they're a video game company. And, you know, it's not too far of a stretch to say Apple should buy Nintendo. But then you get kind of, you know, two different foreign companies. So Activision Blizzard, uh, maybe. Sonos is a smart home speaker. It's high in competitive position. Upper income demographic of its customer base seems to be kind of like what Apple goes for. And uh, you could certainly see Apple being able to afford any of those guys, right? So that's out there in the news. Bill Gross is retired from Janice Henderson. He's a fixed income investor. I don't think he's been terribly relevant recently. But when I started in the industry, you talked about Bill Gross and you were like, ooh. Veteran investor who co-founded the world's biggest bond manager company called PIMCO in the 1970s. So he's been working with company Janice Henderson since 2014. He said he's going to retire February 4th, work on his own personal assets and private charity. $390 million uh, in his foundation. It's a lot of money, <laughs> you know, compared to football players. You don't say that very often, right? Some of these financial guys are got loud, loud. A lot of money. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Hosting the Super Bowl, we're finding out the math doesn't usually pay off for the cities. Some of the side bets on the proposition bets on the Super Bowl were kind of funny. Might get into a couple of those. 
and uh, controversy that's that's that surrounds them all the time. So we don't even know how long a Super Bowl is without saying how long a Super Bowl is. There's controversy that uh, CBS got fined for uh, Janet Jackson for you might remember that we saw a little bit too much of her chest. Well, Adam Levine takes off his shirt and suddenly people are saying, you know, what's wrong with America? What's wrong with America, right? Why do we look so odd at one and the other one? Anyway, there are Super Bowl controversies that we can talk about. Um, Tesla to buy a battery tech maker for $218 million. Uh, Tesla's kind of, I guess they're still in the news, right? I feel like it's been a pretty negative cycle for them for a while. Tesla's buying Maxwell Technologies for $218 million. It should help the company beef up its battery technology at a time when it's ramping up production of its crucial Model 3 sedan. So Maxwell Technologies, their batteries are used by General Motors and Lamborghini. They make ultra capacitors that are used in batteries to lengthen their lives. They also use for electric energy storage on power grids. What are they? Are they a car company? Are they a tech company? Are they an energy company? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. So Bill Gross is retiring. Who is the Bond King? It's kind of interesting when you get that kind of recognition, right? The Bond King is retiring. It always, I stop and think about it because we've heard Rob Gronkowski is going to retire. He's a big boy. He's had a couple injuries. Uh, He's made some money. He saved some money. We've already done a story on that where he doesn't spend his salary. He just spends his endorsement money. A lot of people think he should retire in the prime of his career or near prime of his career and get into acting like The Rock. So I start thinking, what am I? What am I going to do when I retire? Am I going to get into like snowshoeing or maybe crochet? I don't know. Watch a couple seasons of uh, something on Netflix. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll probably probably going to figure out a way to work till I die. But you need to start thinking about this at some point in time. Whether you're 25 or 55, you should start thinking about retirement. If you haven't, where are you going to live? One of the more interesting ideas out there for, I would almost call it the romantic potential of the future, retirement, living overseas. Go to a small village in Mexico and learn the language, so to speak. This is a real thing. Financial planners are saying, okay, here's some of the overseas favorites that we think Americans could set up shop in and retire. It's kind of crazy. Dalat, Vietnam. city of about 400,000 people in central Vietnam's southern highlands is a growing tourist destination, which would be an ideal base camp for retirees. It's known for its mild temperatures, a wonderful uh, recreational opportunities. It's got some French-inspired charm. They call it the Petite Paris, but you'd be able to live off you know, your money, $1,000 will go a long way for you. It's extremely inexpensive. 
dinner's going to cost you a couple bucks. But do you want to live in Vietnam? There's a city in Ecuador called Suneca. I don't know if I said that right. Colonial city at the base of the Andes Mountains. It's been a retirement hotspot for years. Surrounding peaks and river paint an impressive scene. Again, 8,200 feet above sea level, so you got to get some acclimation going, right? Average temperatures range from a low of 50 degrees to a high of 70 degrees. Not too shabby. But there's lists like this. And, you know, retirees, uh, certified financial planners read this kind of stuff, and they pass it on to their customers. If you don't have enough, you're going to have to start thinking alternatively outside the box. Maybe that's a good thing for you, you know? The idea of retiring in Florida or Arizona may not be your thing. We all kind of know about it, right? It's probably become cliche, but how about Bali? Coastal town, 40,000 people. Kangu. Changu. It's called Changu Bali. It's got a lot of Buddhist temples, lush jungle, surf sanctuaries. It's a bargain. You can live overseas in a resort environment for about 1600 bucks a month. And again, you're going to have to come up with your ideas on what your retirement is going to look like. I can't tell you what it should be. It's, it's just got to get you start thinking about it. So today is a big day for Americans to call in sick. Isn't that funny? The day after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl fever is a real thing. Eight million workers taking a pre-approved day off, but an additional 4.7 million call in sick. One of my favorite things ever was uh, when I started a company back in my 20s, employees would call in sick and they'd always, they'd always call in before you got there, but I got there super early. <laughs> and they'd go, oh, I didn't know you were there. I'm just calling to, uh, I'm sick. I'm not going to come in today. I'm like, okay, use your real voice. Use your real voice. You don't got to use your sick voice. I think that's a thing. 3.1 million Americans will, today will go into work late. 6.3 million Americans will say, whoa, I'm way too hungover. I need to go home early today. Or maybe they need a nap after a long day of partying yesterday. Anyhow, Super Bowl fever, it's a thing. <laughs> I know. It's kind of what's wrong with America, right? I know, I know. I should try to be a little bit more positive. There's nothing wrong with America. America, America is great. Oh, how about that halftime show? What a snoozers. So, anyway. Vegans are mad today. Vegans. How do you get vegans mad at you? Um, well, Hyundai... And their clever attempts at marketing <laughs> didn't think it would piss someone off if they made fun of vegans and their vegan dinner parties. Well, guess what? The vegans are upset today. Vegans are beefing with Hyundai. <laughs> Get it? Beefing? Hyundai's big Super Bowl commercial. A couple riding on an elephant that's dropping people off to different unpleasant experiences, like a root canal, shopping for a car, or a vegan dinner party that's serving beet Beetloaf. It's pretty disgusting seeing beetloaf. Like, I'm just, I, I could get a little vomit to go in my throat right now just thinking about it. Um, anyway, don't make fun of vegans. Twitter will light you up. I think that's kind of funny. 
But it does show you the impact of uh, Twitter, right? The fact that people could have an instant beef. Um, we could talk about the esports ecosystem. Getting your kids off of Fortnite yesterday and trying to get them to play, to watch football, is a challenge, right? Maybe they'll be able to watch the big game if it's like a Call of Duty Super Bowl or Street Fighter uh, dojo competition. Esports are growing fast. Going to be $800 million in advertising this year. $622 million in advertising spending on esports last year. A lot of sponsors, a lot of advertising. Um, if you don't know what LOL is, it's not just laughing out loud. It's League of Legends. And the money's there. I can see my kids going, you know, but they don't want to watch the NFL, but they want to watch people playing the NFL. There's a big thing that happened over the weekend on Saturday. Fortnite hosted a, a concert for someone named Marshmallow. Little electronic dance music concert inside the game, and uh, I don't know how, what the numbers are. I'll try to take it, look it, look it up, and tell you. But um, it's kind of the future of, of of. There's some future there. I'm not going to say the future of concerts, like we won't ever leave our house. But the guy who did the marshmallow, the guy who did the concert, he he got some attention, a lot of attention. You don't have to go on Letterman or Leno or anything like that anymore to get attention. There's other outlets. With uh, very, very, shall we say, captivating eyeballs. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Day after the Super Bowl, it's tough to dig up news stories, so maybe next year I'll just take it off, right? <laughs> Be like everyone else. Um, yeah, the stories just aren't that good out there today, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to like dig up something kind of sexy and fun. I know you're saying, please don't say sexy and fun anymore. I need to get that image out of my head. But um, I think the market's uh, just not a lot of pin action. A lot of weather across the United States. If I take a look at the economic data that's coming up, you get a little non-manufacturing indexes tomorrow. The Treasury's expected to auction off new debt this week. We'll see if it's met with high demand or low demand. Sometimes I'll tell you how the market's moving. But there's not a lot of data coming out this week that uh, is going to get me all excited. Winnebago. You can invest in Winnebago. You can buy a Winnebago or you can buy shares in the Winnebago. They expect, they expect um, a big transition as they're starting to make their motorhomes in a different city. And there's going to be some related expenses that they're letting the market know about that. They're going to be problematic to the short term. So the transition is you lose a lot of efficiencies that were in place, and you have to start running efficiencies in the new place. But isn't that kind of funny? Um it's not lost on me to say something along the lines of, you can invest in Winnebago. And people get that. But 
you also have to learn what are the risks involved with it. Can you come up with the risks involved with Apple? You probably could, right? You've seen them release software that was buggy at times. You've seen them release hardware that was buggy at times. Remember the antenna gate? Or the first time Maps was uh, being built into their phone? And it would show, like, Brooklyn Bridge, but it wasn't in Brooklyn anymore. Uh, so they had all sorts of problems, and th- that caused the stock to go down. you got to know the good and the bad. You can't just be, oh, I love that stock so much. You can't be that. Well, you could be that. You could be whatever you want, but I don't think that's a good idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One of the things we, we already started noting today that people responded on Twitter to commercials. Uh, Twitter, when they first IPO, they didn't really have a great business model. It wasn't ready yet. I'm sure they had plans and thoughts and backups and such. Uh, but Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey teases a feature that would let you edit your tweets. And the things we get into trouble for, right? Facebook is now being mentioned over 50% of the divorce filings. Facebook? I don't know. Uh, if there's one piece of parenting advice I'll give kids, I'll say, try to get, it, try to get home by midnight, because really only bad stuff happens after 1 a.m. Like, just try. Of course, they won't listen. But I can tell you that the trouble in my life all happened after 1 a.m. But uh, I'd also say, make sure you don't put any bad photos out there of yourself. Twitter's looking at letting users edit their tweets while still keeping the original version of the post publicly viewable. You could build it such that maybe we introduce a 5-second to 30-second delay in the sending, and within that window, you could still edit it. He explained that the reason for editing tweets isn't currently a feature, due to the fact that he and his fellow co-founders were both born on SMS. Short messaging. So Dorsey was interviewed by Joe Rogan. And I know like, you're saying, like, when did Joe Rogan become the, the guy with breaking news? It kind of happened. Um, you could build it so, again, that there would be a delay in it. So, I don't know. At letting people edit their tweets... Um, seems like not that great of a feature, right? doesn't seem like it's going to change the world. If you can't edit 140 characters, you're going to really be upset. If you write a million characters and can't edit those things. So Twitter's been testing a new version of its desktop website that allows users bookmark tweets and remove a column on the left. So Twitter's still kind of tinkering with their business model. Uh, Apple could pay a reward to a 14-year-old boy who found that FaceTime snooping bug. The kid's getting some, the kid's getting some travel time. He, he's getting some airtime on uh, television. And uh, it was a pretty alarming bug to see how it was done. And if you haven't seen it, explaining it doesn't really give all the power. But uh, literally, I could walk away from my phone. You can FaceTime me, do that hack, so to speak. And... Uh, start listening to my life and sometimes watching my life, you know, watching my phone's life, whatever it is per se. Oh, Pentagon sending another 3,700 troops to the Mexican border. 
additional troops will bring the total number of forces supporting the border mission to approximately 4,300. Latest revelation comes on the heels of partial government shutdown stemming from the impasse over Trump's demand for $5.7 billion to construct a border wall. Oh, by the way, we are going to get a State of the Union address. And uh, when we do, it should have some market-moving ramifications. Depends on what gets hit and what doesn't. You can imagine companies like Boeing and Raytheon, McDonnell Douglas, could do well with military conversations. Oh, Senator Bernie Sanders, he's, he's starting to make some noise again. He's asking why a once-free drug now costs $375,000. A drug is used to treat a very rare neuromuscular disorder. And it seems like our government's really, really really picking up the scrutiny of the pharmaceutical industry. So I would be very cautious owning pharmaceuticals right now. Uh, I think as we make a run towards the next election, you're going to hear questions like this come up. But on top of it, the current administration wants to help leave some sort of legacy. And the legacy Trump could leave is going after the drug companies and saying, you know, these rebates that you're giving doctors and and groups that that get your drug, we need to end those rebates. And that could be very, 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 it could have a ramification. So watch the pharmaceuticals right now, because I feel there's a lot more noise um, ramping up. And speaking of noise ramping up, do you remember when Viagra was introduced? And they had commercials, like Super Bowl commercials? The little blue pill. Um, what was interesting about that is that caused Merck to really move. Apparently, I guess if you read between the lines, Americans love sex. And as you get older, you your drive may cut down, but that can help, right? Um... What was amazing about Viagra was it wasn't how many times it was prescribed the first time. It was how many was prescribed the second time. And that's something you have to learn about with doctors is that we can get all. Someone's calling me. uh, Hey, what did you did you hear about that cure for cancer that Israel has? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wait on that one. (laughs) Not saying no, but I'm going to wait. It's a lot of times the doctors, it's the medical devices, the, the drugs They'll prescribe once, and then they'll see how the patient responds to it, or how if they get sued, or if there's any legal ramifications with it. So it's always important to see the second version of it coming back around. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Other stories that I'm following around, Papa John's founder, John Shatner. You might remember he got into some trouble. I'm trying to remember which one he's in trouble for. But uh, he uh, had some alternative investment proposals. He's kind of being pushed out of his own company. And it shows you the fear of going public. And like perhaps one day Elon Musk will, will regret going public. Uh, in light of the starboard transaction, Mr. Shatner's withdrawing the Shatner proposal. He's evaluating the legal remedies available to him in connection with the issuer's decision to enter into a starboard transaction. So Papa John's needed money because the pizza place, not the person, the pizza place, the company needed money as they've kind of, they lost the Super Bowl. So you saw a lot more Pizza Hut commercials yesterday, right? And this year, 
you don't see Papa John's running on the field, which was kind of a surreal moment when he was part of that Super Bowl celebration a couple of years ago with Eli Manning. Is it Eli or Peyton? Peyton. Peyton, yeah, that's right. Um, so that's out there. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Interesting. Um, you always try to do mergers and acquisition speculation. And one of the ones that's out there is who will buy whom, right? Amazon should acquire Redfin, so says one analyst. Now, we don't know if there's any reason for that. There's a lot of financial data that Redfin gets from you. They have a lot of uh, real estate information, a lot like Zillow. And uh, at some point in time, Amazon has a lot of money, right? What if they get into real estate and they do home loans? You're like, okay, well, that, that's a different company. It's fun speculating, but be very careful investing in speculation. State of the Union address tomorrow. That's going to be a market mover, I think. It has that feel to it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm a, Let's try this again. A little tongue-tied. I never knew that the Super Bowl hangover was real. I've always fought through it, but this year I feel a little blah. Maybe it's the rain. Maybe it's all the snow that's dumping right now in Lake Tahoe. I'd rather be there in the snow than in the rain, right? Maybe I'm down on that. Tahoe's had an epic year this year already. 276 inches year to date. Last seven days, 41 inches. Whew. That's crazy. That's, that's a lot of snow. Now, again, I'm not global warming commentary or anything like that in any way, shape, or form. Please don't get mad at me. I've had enough of it. I've had enough of you being mad at me. Um, let's, you know, let it go. Let it go. Talking about Disney and Disney princesses and stuff like that, right? With all the snow? You see the tie? Do you see the tie? Okay, I'm stretching, right? Um, I have Disney on Ice passes to give away all weekend, all week long. Disney on Ice, Dare to Dream, come to the SAP Center in San Jose, February 20th through the 24th. And then it's going to jump over to the Oracle Arena, February 27th through March 3rd. I have a friend that once tried out to be an ice skater, a princess on ice. Um... Call the show, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516. So you can go to Ticketmaster for more information. The, the event is your choosing. You can go to San Jose, February 20th through the 24th, or Oracle Arena, February 27th through the March 3rd. I've seen Disney on ice. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, family four-pack right now, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get that family four-pack for either Oracle, Roracle, or SAP Center. Uh, 800-516-1220. I hear the Raiders are talking about playing in AT&T Oracle Park. I guess we're calling it Oracle Park now in San Francisco. That's going to mess up with a lot of people because you're so used to calling it AT&T. Uh, but that's coming. So we got that to look forward to. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, State of the Union. Google. These are some of the important things that I'm going to be watching this season, this week. Earnings season, a lot of people don't like buybacks. 
it's a way for a company to kind of use their cash to help get better earnings by cutting the number of shares out there. Um, so that's actually become a, a thing recently. Fourth quarter earnings season remains in full swing. Google's parent company called Alphabet is going to kick off the numbers today. Then tomorrow we get Walt Disney. And I want to know how many people are using the ESPN Plus app. It's going to be an important year for Disney as they roll out some more content. There's other companies that I pay attention to, like the oil refiners. I don't talk a lot about on radio. I find it very, very dull to talk about Marathon Petroleum. Um, but the refiners doing great as a, a, as a group, as are the oil plays. So there's a couple other companies that I'm going to be paying attention to today after the market close. Gilead Sciences. Uh, they do so much amazing work in drugs, pharmaceuticals, that I almost feel comfortable saying, like, hey, I could start smoking. They'll fix it for one day for me. It's a pretty stupid thing to say, but I could see myself saying that. So tomorrow we get Electronic Arts, Estee Lauder, Viacom, and Walt Disney reporting numbers. Charles Schwab's going to hold a conference call this week to update uh, winter business. This is going to be a big year for IPOs, and a lot of IPOs coming out this week, in fact. This could be the biggest one since 2000 in that time frame. Uh, can we pass $200 billion in deals? I think during the dot-com boom, we had about 350 tech companies come public one year, or over that, in, that, in that period of time, of which five or six are still standing, right? I'm not as fascinated with IPOs as a lot of people are. I did buy, you know, a couple years ago, I bought some Facebook on the IPO for sure. Um, because I knew that the first six months that they were going to be coming out with information to tell their story. And I kind of believed in it. Uh, I'm one of those people that complains a lot about Facebook. Oh, it's, you know, I don't want to see your ugly babies anymore. Spotify is going to report numbers on Wednesday. Spotify, I think, music subscription service. Will someone buy them one day just to get their, their kind of their cool hip? Or is it too much of a commodity business? Well, they're jumping in and they're saying, you know, we're going after some content creators. Not just they want to build their own content. And they're going to go after more seriously podcasts. So I'll listen to that call for sure. Then you get MetLife. I want to see how the insurance companies are holding up in such a low rate environment for a return on cash. Mattel reports numbers on Thursday. There's a company that also reports on Thursday that, to me, I, I, I think Mattel's dying a slow death. It doesn't feel like they had to. Lego still stayed kind of hip and relevant in the world of self-smartphones. But it feels like Matchbox cars and Barbies, not so much. And when you're seeing Toys R Us and things like that go out of business, trouble. So another company who's reporting on Thursday is one that is going to be probably the most interesting for me this week is Fiserv. They're a financial services company. And it's a way of playing Bitcoin. It's a way of playing transactions. It's a way of playing Visa. It's a way of like saying, I, I believe in that trend of, of financial transactions. So, of course, Thursday we also get uh, the Labor Department reporting the initial jobless claims. And that's about it for the week. There's not a lot of... Uh, I'm not saying take the week off. Please don't. But take the week off. Tell your boss, you know, I'm going to do this whole Super Bowl sick thing five days this week. <laughs> uh, Brady's average salary. Tom Brady, 
$15 million. Wow. And he um, is considered uh, playing on like a, a very easy deal for the Patriots so that they can get other star players, they can win more Super Bowls, they can do more marketing and more uh, work after, the Super, after his playing days are eventually over. The man is a god. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going into sports. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.